podcast in the galaxy. The Easy Easy Show. Hello and welcome back to Dumb Ones, the show with dumb topics and even dumber hosts. I am your... I don't know why I'm laughing. God. Laughing already. Oh, I'm screwed up already. Let the... I took my ADHD meds this morning. They hit me when I was on the tube. They like hit me Flying. like a time. Oh no, but it wasn't nice though. It was just like, oh God, this is it. I'm dying. I had to keep checking my Fitbit to make sure my heart rate. Sorry, I'm with Callum, who is my other co-host for this particular podcast. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm all right. Is that it? Yeah. Little, uh, little I've shoes. got little shoes on, uh, which apparently are really hard to get. I don't know why, because they are ugly. Oh, limited sin. edition. Are they yes, collector's exactly. item? Yeah. How much were they? Uh, twelve pounds, which is pretty good for Bargain. trainers. But if you, I wouldn't say touch them, but if you feel them, they're literally made of like foam. So embarrassing! <laughs> it's the cheapest material known to man. Uh, yes, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just on one already. It's early. Like this is well early for me. And then I had to take my stimulants. I had to come here. Then I forgot how buses work. Then I got into this taxi, and I thought I was going to die. Excellent. The buses didn't even want to let you on. They were just driving past. Like, nope, not today. Well, I forgot how they work. I forgot that you had to be at the right number for the right... Because one of them didn't turn up. The 149 didn't turn up. So then the 26 was there and I was like, oh, I can get that. So I flagged it down and I do this thing, right? And this is really bad habit. This is a toxic trait of mine where if I've got my headphones on and something goes wrong in public, I just start swearing like out loud audibly. Ooh. So this bus is going by and I'm waving it. And I was like, what the fuck have you, what are you <laughs> fucking doing that for? Why are you ignoring me? There's people like near me thinking, what the hell? And then I realized, oh yeah, the 26 doesn't stop at this bus stop. You didn't, you weren't even at the right bus stop. I wasn't at the right bus stop, no. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm just there swearing like a nutter so I quickly got a taxi and we almost hit like two cyclists and one bin van the bin collector van okay I it was action packed we got here in like four minutes I hope four minutes five stars I loved it yes it was well good I feel really safe in a taxi because they're kind of built like a tank yeah so I don't mind it so much yeah. what about a bus a bus is like two tanks <laughs> but I worry about nutters coming on the bus with machetes Okay, well, I mean, that has happened before. Do you know what I read about the other day that happened on, and if this ever happened to me, I would never go on the underground ever again. Not to scare people or anything, but so when I'm waiting for the tube, I never wait near the front because what if someone pushes you onto the tracks, right? It sounds crazy, but someone tried to do that to some lady, totally random, didn't know her, just decided, woke up and chose violence and death and destruction that day, tried to push this lady in front of the tube, but instead... He fell and he got hit by the chip. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Oh, no. He was trying to murder someone. Oh, good. More like. Yeah, but that ruins so many people's days. If, you, if someone gets hit by a tube, that's like the whole network. Oh, the Met done. says that the lady was fine, just shaken. I would never get on the underground ever again if that happened to me. Yeah. Well, that would be your warning sign just to avoid it, wouldn't it? It's... I don't even like when it stops in the middle. This is really interesting content, by the way, talking yes. about the but... London underground, specific only to London. How about... You don't wait right in front of the train. Why, why don't you just wait like on the stairs, <laughs> or just just wait in the corridor? No one could push you. If they had to push you, they'd have to push you like frog march you all the way to the platform. I get these scenarios in my head. I think it's just intrusive thoughts of like, what if someone grabbed me right now and tried to pull me on the tracks? And how would I fight and defend myself? And how am I going to bite their neck out? And you know that type of thing. Do you ever get thoughts like that? Yes. Uh, well, it's usually like planning for zombie apocalypse and stuff, isn't it? Not oh, like, yeah. What would you do in a zombie apocalypse? 
I would go to Tesco's or Sainsbury's. And then what? Pull the shutters down. Do you not and think the loads of people like could do that? Yes, I'd fight more. Or no, you you form like a clan, or sorry, you form a clan or a group. I'm thinking of Walking Dead Survivors. <laughs> oh my god! Was it? And it's not a clan, is it? It's a tribe. No, it's clan. Clan. Okay. Yeah, the little stupid online game that I like to play, where yes. it's just it's just dopamine seek in that game because you just tap things. It's like oh, you get a reward. Yeah, it's I basically a Clash of Clans clone. You've not played Clash of Clans, but that's what it is. Do you know what also I love? This is really bad. I love a little microtransaction. I love a little, oh my God, I can get this character for 50p. That is a bargain. Chocolate bars aren't even 50p anymore. Well, that game was particularly bad because I played it for five minutes and it's like, oh, get this character for 29p. And then if you ignore that, it's like, oh, get these characters for 50 pounds. And it's like, they're called microtransactions. Why is it 50 pounds? <laughs> I did try to, I tried to peer pressure you into playing that game because no one in my clan was joining in on the rallies and I felt really sad because there were only like three other people in my clan. But I'm oh. joining a new clan that has like 90 members. Sign up so, here. Use my, yeah. use my special use link in the description. Here. I should actually get them to sponsor me because this is a game that I genuinely am playing and my little, um, my little town is quite developed. The monetization is really bad. If you watch The Walking Dead, it... As soon as you start the game, it's like, you can get Glenn or Andrea or Rick. It's oh, like, it comes okay. up within 0 0.5 seconds. <laughs> Immediately. Get Michonne for 99p. I did actually get Glenn for like 99p. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It's like, it's 99p. It's such a bargain. What I always think with microtransactions, this is nothing to do with history, but anyway. This is called what? dumb ones, so it's fine. We're yes. educating people. So the thing about microtransactions, the thing you've got to think, especially if you've been around for a long time, is... Is that stuff that I bought going to be around when the game shuts down in a year's time or they release the sequel and you can't carry the microtransactions over? So that's what happens. It's an online game. It's probably I swear that last year I was playing I was playing some sort of earlier variation of this game. It was a lot more diminished. Yeah, there's probably been like a precursor that they built mm. upon. As I say, Clash of Clans is pretty much the same. That's been out since like two thousand and eight. So who cares then? Like it'll probably last a few years. It's like Pokemon Go. That's been around for what six or seven years. Yeah. You used to love a microtransaction in Pokemon Go. Well, that's quite cynical of me, which is quite uh, apt. No, quite we're not going to get onto that yet because there is one last thing I want to talk about before we get onto the subject of today's podcast. Yes. You got banned from Facebook for life permanently. Yeah. So I got an email saying, like, I don't do anything on Facebook. I don't argue with people or anything. I used to years ago, but um, I just keep myself to myself. And I got an email from Facebook saying, you've been permanently suspended. Uh, please disagree with this decision if you think it's wrong. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I was messaging everyone like, I've been banned. Like, I'll <laughs> never be able to talk to you guys again. And then uh, I, so I was emailing Facebook trying to find out. Obviously, they don't have any support chats. They're all run by bots and things like that. Uh, any support emails so I was trying to find out I found this webpage that said you've been banned for a fake name but I didn't know if that was some what someone else had been banned for and they just posted it I don't know so I was really confused I didn't know what I'd done and then a day later Facebook just unbanned me didn't even tell me why I was banned or why I was unbanned it's just bizarre but it made me realize that's all my like uh memories and photos uh, like if I'd lost that I'd, that's like years of my life gone for no reason because it's all on Facebook 
But you did this typical thing. I actually told my boyfriend about what you did and he laughed because he was like, that's so Callum. Because you do this thing where you choose the path of least resistance. You never stand up for yourself, which irritates me because I love confrontation. I love standing up for myself. Even if there's actually nothing wrong, I still love being really confrontational. So when you're so laid back, you're basically like a lying down horizontal. I'm always like charging at people, trying to kamikaze and have a go at people. Yeah. And we were on the phone about this and you were just like, do you know what? I wanted to get off of Facebook anyway. So I guess this just forces me to. And I was like, that is so ridiculous. You've been banned for literally no reason because you don't do anything other than tag me in articles or share memes. And they're not even dodgy memes. It's like, that is literally it. I go on Facebook and this is again, a really toxic trait and a bad habit I've gotten into because I used to be really good at just ignoring crap. But recently, if I see people being really, because Facebook is just like the worst of humanity, just put onto one website. Twitter, Twitter's pretty bad. It's it's a cesspit too. But I feel like as much as I don't disagree with a lot of the conversations on there, there is a level of conversation and there is some intellect. I feel like Facebook is so devoid of that. You know, when people talk in cliches, you're going to see that on Facebook. Yeah, you know what I mean? if you join the right groups, then you can find groups where people talk about things you like. and it's got I just mean when articles come up and there's comments on, and I always read the comments because not on my own videos, but on random articles. And whenever I see people being stupid... I can't help it, but just be rude and then turn off notifications, never look at it again. So I saw this like one lady complaining about swearing, being like, if you, if you swear, then you've lost the argument or you've lost your point. So I replied saying, go fuck yourself. And I had nothing to do with this argument. I had nothing. I was just an observer. But I still went in there and went, go fuck yourself, Eileen, or whatever her name was. I'm not getting banned. No. And I checked my, you can see in your account what strikes you've got and what warnings you've had. I checked my warnings. I got a warning for, this was years ago, but I got a warning for tagging my brother in a meme because <laughs> it went against community standards on spam. <laughs> <laughs> and there was another one uh, where uh, I posted a picture of someone Basically, there was a house on fire with police officers running out and it said, my mixtape is fire and I got a warning for a violence. I, I don't know. Facebook is weird. The moderation is weird. My dad once commented something weird on my status. So I was being really um, flippant and I just said, I was being facetious actually. I said, lol, I hate all men. And then the comment got taken down by Facebook because it was hate speech. It is hate speech. You're not allowed it's to say true that. though, isn't it? I double down on that. I'm kidding. Shall we get on to today's subject? which if you hadn't guessed from the title and the thumbnail and the description is... That is bold of you to assume I'm going to do any of those things properly. Yes. Diogenes the Cynic. Diogenes the Cynic. Shall I take this one? For people who aren't aware, my hands are literally shaken from all the... You're that nervous? From all, no, from the stimulus in my bloodstream. I can't wait to talk about Diogenes. <laughs> Diogenes of Cynope. Sorry. I listened to a different podcast and that's how they pronounced it because I was thinking Sinope as well but Sinope I literally went on Google you know you can get what Google they to know? pronounce things you type in a word how to pronounce blah 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 and it has this fake mouth that's like <laughs> that starts moving Sinope that's what it said for me was it American English you can change it I think I did British but it's just like American Sinope British Sinope <laughs> Sinope mate mate yeah mate yes yes so that's and they're both wrong yeah, they are. Well, I listened to this philosophy podcast called Philosophize This, and he says Sinope. And I'm going to, I think he's got a degree in philosophy. I am actually studying philosophy for people that don't know. I took myself back to college because I was sick of not doing anything in my life. Because I've decided that I'm going to become a philosopher. Go on then. Yeah. Philosophize something All right. right now. Life's shit, innit? 
just a pile of shit. No, do you know do you know what life actually is? Life is just constantly getting stuff in your eye until you die. Yes. That is my life. Every time I go outside, just getting crap in my eyes. I thought I said something quite philosophical the other day. Oh, let's hear it then. I said, we're living in paradise, but we have defiled it. You didn't say that. Someone else said I that. I just made that up. I don't believe you at all. <laughs> Someone else has probably said something along the same lines. But there is no original thought. Came that is uh, also an unoriginal saying said by some dead old bloke. It wasn't Diogenes, was it? Because no. he said uh, barking noises and <laughs> insults. So let's That's get into palette. it. Diogenes was born in 14... Nope. He was born in 412 BC, before Christmas. Before Christ. Yes. Nothing is known about his early life except that his dad was a banker, which... What was, what was his dad called? I, I don't know. <laughs> Hassias. 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 Hassias the banker, to which I thought... I was actually, for some reason, I was taken aback when I saw that he was a banker because my my ref frame of reference for history and time is so messed up. It's so messy. I was like, banker for who? Halifax. You literally thought he was Harold from Halifax. Is it Harold? What's his name? The bold guy. Howard. Howard. Howard, yes. <laughs> I, actually, I actually did right here. Like, did they have Halifax adverts of parody songs playing in amphitheaters in ancient Greece? Did they have a Greek version of Howard? The Halifax man singing like it's raining men or it's raining cash counts or whatever they <laughs> like. It's raining debased currency. I think I can say this now because she's retired. My mum used to work for Halifax and she actually got, um, she got invited to be in one of the Halifax adverts once and she didn't do it. Which is, which is well, like bad. An extra. No, like, yeah, well, an extra. Or the main person. <laughs> oh, I think alongside Howard, because Howard was always the main person. Wow. But, you know, to sing a song and stuff. And she likes singing and she likes attention. So I don't know why she didn't go for it. That's a no-brainer. I know. She could have been on telly. Oh. That, <laughs> that is what Diogenes wouldn't have liked. People wanting to be on TV, wanting to... But we can get to that. So his father was a banker. At some point, Hesesius. Is it Hesesius? Well, again, according to the University of Google, it said Hasias, which is weird because the word starts with H-I, but it says Has. So... I'm just going to say Hassius. I'm going to say Hesesius. Hesesius okay. and Diogenes became involved in a scandal. Wait, if Hesesius was his dad, did he and Diogenes both get involved in the scandal? Yes, apparently. That's weird. A little father-son well, scam. His father was the banker, so maybe his father had the original idea. That's like loads of YouTube families. <laughs> fathers and children's been scam artists yeah so they became in a scandal involving the debasement of currency what does the debasement of currency mean does that mean lowering the value or debasing it by getting currency involved in cocaine abuse and sex scandals it means that he wasn't based at all he was quite the opposite what does it actually mean uh so debased i've got here means defacing defacing currency so he, he was apparently writing his name on coins. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just odd. Well, because of this, Diogenes was exiled from the city and lost his citizenship. What? I didn't even write the city that he was in. What city was that? So, <laughs> I thought you didn't mention it because you didn't want to pronounce it. But again, uh, Google informs me that it's called Paphlagonia in northern Turkey. 
So he was from Paphlagonia. He got exiled from the city, lost his citizenship and all of his material possessions. So, but this has actually been corroborated with archeology. span Large numbers of defaced coins smashed with a chisel stamp were discovered in Sinope dating from the middle of the fourth century. People draw moustaches on like notes of the queen on like tenors and stuff. And I don't see anyone getting evicted from England over that. I don't see anyone getting told off for treason. That is illegal though. That. Have you ever done that thing with like a 10 pound note where you fold it in a certain way and then if you angle it upwards, she's smiling, angle it down, she's frowning. She's got like the triangle eyes. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's weird? Because I'm so inherently anti-monarchy, anti-monarchist and I always have been, right? Because I just don't get it. They're just a family. Genetic postcode, genetic lottery, who gives a shit? They clearly think that they are, they are, we are subhuman and they are above us because in no universe could someone sit there with a gold hat worth like seven NHS hospitals being like, we have to tighten our measures of and do austerity for the common people because blah, 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 we need to bail out the banks in 2008, the financial crisis, whatever. The Queen's kind of grabbed me on me though. Even though I know she's probably like defended her dodgy because Andrew was her favorite son. There's no way she didn't know what he was up to. Yeah. But I keep seeing TikToks of the Queen being sassy at people and it's kind of grown on me. Well, I saw a TikTok recently of this group of lads who saw the Queen in a car and they're like, oh, it's I the Queen. And she's like, eh. Did you see the TikTok of the man's house being raided and Boris Johnson's there? Imagine your flat is being raided and then Bo... Why was Bo Why was he there? Why does he join in on raids? He puts on like a little... I've seen him do it before. He puts on the police outfit. The uniform, not the outfit. It's not like a theatre production. And he just goes out with coppers why just likes it just likes visiting the public uh, that's the only way he can without having protection <laughs> no i think it's it's obviously some sort of press material he's going to get photos and videos taken of him on these police raids and he's going to say look at me i i do all these things i go on police raids i i interact with police officers it's going to be one of those things he's i think this is part of a long campaign for him to become re-elected as prime minister that's never going to happen future. bollocks that's never going to happen i don't think he's thinking like, this isn't about that but i do i do sometimes think though like when it comes to no we do not we won't get into it we won't get into no. boris johnson my thoughts on it but as soon as he loses power he's going to be 10 times funnier again yeah. just before when he was just mayor because the mayor doesn't really do anything apart from deal with tfl you know like sadiq khan's not really done much apart from do photo shoots you know what i mean boris johnson didn't really do much apart from get stuck on that um that zip line. Well, no, they have done stuff. Obviously, Boris did the bike scheme. And yeah, but wasn't Boris that Ken Livingstone before? Yeah, he started it. Uh, well, you could argue that they don't have much power. That's why it's better for Sadiq Khan to have a Labour government because then he'd have more power at being a Labour uh, mayor. I don't know. You'd have to get into the whole thing. But basically, having a Labour mayor with a Conservative government, they kind of always attack each other and they don't like have as much mate. freedom yeah. yeah yeah a gridlock kind of like what happened gridlock. in america with a democratic president but then the senate the senate which is so weird that they have because that just makes me feel of think of star wars yeah. do you know what i mean like palpatine and stuff why is that what the hell is a senate it's a group of people who decide <laughs> so are we a senate mm. all of us in this room we're just a senate no. We're the Senate of the Republica of Londinium. The, the, Senate, the Senate, I think, is like the House of Commons. Or it may even be more like the House of Lords. Do you know what strikes me about the House of Commons? How whenever you watch videos of them always yelling at each other, which sounds like I, I would, I should be a politician because I would thrive so well in an environment where you're just yelling at someone. It always sounds like a um a swimming pool. You know, when you go swimming, there's all echoey and yelling and stuff. 
<laughs> so all I got from that is you want to be a politician so you can yell and it for, for it to sound like a swimming pool. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I see why this is called dumb ones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that Extinction Rebellion super... They super glued oh, yeah. themselves to... Um, the Speaker's chair. Right. The House of Commons. Yeah. But I, don't re- I didn't realise that you could just go in the House of Commons. Well, I didn't think you could go into the chamber, but you can go into the actual building and they, they walk around and there's like restaurants and things in there. It's a big building. I should go in and super glue myself to the Speaker's chair and I won't let them rip me off until I can fulfill my dream of just yelling at people in this swimming pool-like auditorium. I just had a horrible thought then of someone being super glued to the chair and the next time the speaker sits there, there's a little bit of skin. Oh. <laughs> I think that's from one of the Saw films, you know. One of the, one of the Saw Ooh. films, the, um, what was his name? Chester, he was from a metal group and he um no, Chester, passed away. Chester Bennington from Linkin he, Park. Yeah, yeah, he was in, I'm pretty sure it was him. He was in one of the Saw films and he was super glued to this car and he had to like, he had to, <laughs> he had to rip his skin off basically to stop the driving, the steering wheel from driving a car into... Uh, I've mates. never seen that. I've seen a clip of it. I've yeah, I've I've never I've only seen one Saw film. That's the first one. I've never seen any of them. I think that's enough for most people. <laughs> Let's get back to this yes. Athens. So he travelled to Athens and made his it his life goal to challenge established customs and values. I love this guy. He is a man after my own heart. Wait, could he, I could I just say sorry? Interject. Go on. This is probably what you're about to say, but I just think it's so legendary that I wanted to mention it. He went to Athens and he visited an oracle to decide what he should do with his life. And the oracle told him that he should deface currency. So he said, I'm not going to do that. I've already done that. So he decided to make it his life goals to take that idea and apply it to his life, which is to challenge established customs and values. Mm. So he basically, the oracle was like, you know what you should do? You should do the same thing that got you exiled. And he was just like, yeah, you know what? Okay, I'll, I'll take your idea in spirit. Like, I'll he was like, advice. that's a dead meme. I'm not going to do that. I'm over it. Yeah. He should have said, I won't do the same thing twice. But why did uh, why did the Oracle uh, say that? Why why would they say that again? He must have given the backstory of why he was kicked out and the Oracle said. Who is this Oracle? Is it the Oracle of Delphi? Yes. I don't even know what, what one of those are. When I think of the Oracle, I just think of the Matrix. Oracle, yeah, it's like a... Soothsayer or fortune teller. Or Soothsayer. <laughs> All right. Charmant. World of Warcraft nerd. Yes. He argued that instead of being troubled about the true nature of evil, people merely rely on customary interpretations. So I think he was saying here, think for yourself. I think I think he's someone that would have hated cliches. I reckon if he was alive today, he would have despised shows like Love Island where they can only ever speak in cliches. You've got to watch an episode of it. It's actually amazing. It's kind of like being at the zoo. No, it is. It's just like, oh, here's a wild... I can't think of the word. A wild British person. Excellent. In their natural habitat, saying things like, at the end of the day, yeah, he's he's my type on paper. She's my type on paper. You and just, then just trying to bang in the swimming pool. You just made me think of a lo- what Love Island would be like in 1412 BC with Diogenes in it. I think that would be incredible. Well, uh, in ancient Greece, women weren't really allowed to go outside, so... Okay, that wouldn't be incredible. I don't think they would have had a Love Island no. equivalent. So, he had a slave called Mains, or probably... The name's probably like Manes. Well, again, I googled it, it said Mains. Mains, who escaped him, to which Diogenes dismissed it by saying, if, Ma- if Mains can live without Diogenes, why not Diogenes without Mains? He thought people who could do nothing without slaves, to be pathetic, 
and helpless. Why do you have a slave in the first place, though? Yeah, it was it was, it was very much the standard at the time. Because people, people were in like smaller groups and they were constantly conquering each other. When you conquer, you would take slaves and stuff. It was just kind of the standard. But So yeah, it's not cool having a slave, but at the same time- Oh my him... God, that's so woke and progressive you. I know. Thank you. So, like, it took wow. a lot for me to Congra say that. Congratulations. That is stunning and brave. Slavery is bad. Insert applause sound here. <laughs> so, but it would have probably been abnormal at the time for him to not. live without a slave. Yeah. Uh, especially if, well- would you not have to be rich to have a slave? It's, he was exiled. He lost all his possessions. How could he have a slave? I don't know. You could you could buy someone for a few. Well, the currency was at the time. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they were that expensive. I don't Let's know. Go on I've, eBay. And... Well, I've read a lot of older fictional books. You know, set in different, more ancient times, or whatever. And you could buy people for a couple of shillings and this type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I did have, I swear I had a note somewhere that said that uh, uh, Diogenes and Mainz had a good relationship, but I, that's not in the notes now, so maybe I dreamed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, maybe that's an earlier lovely. version. Yes. He was attracted by ascetic teaching, which is a lifestyle characterized by abstinence from central pleasures. This is basically what I do. Yes. Being teetotal. Yes. My life is so absent. Of any pleasure. Yes. Ba basically, that's not even a joke. No. It's really, the only like tiny pleasure I get is when my stimulants kick and I'm joking that you don't feel nothing from them. It's really irritating. What you would think you... these are like clean stimulants prescribed from a doctor. You'd think you'd get some euphoria, but no, you just get a bit of a shake and you want to vape a lot. Yeah. Well, they probably uh, make the medication in such a way that it doesn't create euphoria because then people become addicted to it. They just want the stimulation aspect. Don't of it. I know it? But do you not get pleasure from playing Walking Dead or like playing the Xbox and PlayStation, watching movies? Well, because I've become increasing, like I've always been cynical, but I've become increasingly cynical recently. I know that so much of my behaviour is dopamine seeking, mm. right? So when I'm playing something like The Walking Dead and I'm just you know tapping the screen, and I'm getting loads of rewards for I don't know growing vegetables or whatever it is I do, or like trading soldiers, or whatever. I know in the back of my head. Oh, it's just it's just a dopamine thing because my brain's like, ah, oh, I'm being rewarded. I've I've done I've achieved something. Yeah. But I, but I will waste like an hour a day just like tapping away and stuff, and then I come out of it being like, but I've not actually achieved anything today. I'd get a better sense of achievement if I actually I don't know did my philosophy coursework. Yeah, but that's not instant dopamine, is it? It's... Well, exactly, and that's what I have a problem with, which is that, well, that's the ADHD, I, I suppose. Does. Yeah, that nowadays. Everyone does now because these little things are like dopamine. Bloody, oh, I don't know. Yeah, well, TikTok as well. It's like instant dopamine hits one after another after another. People probably are becoming desensitized to dopamine and serotonin. And Just really bad about TikTok. I've now found that if a TikTok is more than 10 seconds long, it's so hard for me to watch it. Which is weird because TikTok has just changed it so you can have 10 minute long TikToks. So I found myself watching I ain't doing that, no or, way. No. People are literally uploading TV shows to TikTok like in three parts or whatever. I, okay, I like. I've been watching some of those, like um, horror movies and Korean movies and stuff. When they, But they upload them in like three parts and then they have a voiceover with really bad translated um, voiceover English, I suppose. I've been watching, I've been watching those too. Weird. Yes. Weird. Diogenes asked a student of Socrates called Atis. Antisthenes, Antisthenes, Antis Antisthenes, yeah. Thenes, 
Well, I've got antistatinines. Antistatinines. I don't believe you. To mentor him. Take up with Google. <laughs> so one time we did a like, what was it? We did a rating all the Pokemon video. It oh yeah. Got barely any views because it was years and years years ago. And I kept arguing with you and contesting with you um the pronunciations of Pokemon names. And there were so many people in the comments being like, oh, but he's right though. Bullshit. Like Arcanine, right? Arcanine. In the American, it, he's called Arcanine. But don't get me started on American don't get me started on Americans and American festival. No, don't get me started on how the Americans speak their pronunciations. <laughs> Basil. Oregano. Oh, is that actually how they say them? Tomato. Oh, um, What else? They they say a lot of things. Aluminum. That's a famous one. Aluminum. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. Yeah. Well, that's that's George Bush. I don't know if everyone, every American speaks. Please don't judge all of America on George Bush. Please, please don't do that. Please don't get me cancelled. But our canine, because he's a canine, you don't look at a dog and go, oh, that's a canine. <laughs> Do, doesn't make any sense. I will die on this. This is the hill that I will die on. It's or, small and petty like me. I'm sure I said this at the time. I'm sure some handy person will point out that I will literally I'm block you, if you, if, things, you point, if you point this out, I'll block you. Literally add it to like the banned words, Pokemon, <laughs> Arcanine. Uh, so the way that I judge things like that is literally just go to the anime or go to the movie or go to a source material where they actually speak it because Which the is voice Amer actor but would that's be Ameri but that, say that. But that's American voiceovers that's with American pronunciations. Well, did you know that actually Arkanen isn't even called Arkanen? Like, that's not his real Japanese <laughs> is name. Is this a conspiracy? No, but no. Okay. Pikachu's name is Pikachu, but that follows like the Japanese... Not oh, you mean syntax. in translations? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Charmander's not actually called Charmander. It's... Chimanda. No, that's a Japanese name. <laughs> okay. The original. So if you really want to get pernickety about it. Okay. Right? Yes, go on. I want to get pernickety. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want any more. I've lost steam on that oh, one. Okay. I'm just right. No, there's this um there's this Pokemon YouTuber, J Rose Eleven. Yeah. One of the only channels that I actually yeah. watch anymore where he's just replaying red and blue with different uh, Pokemon to see which ones do it like have the fastest runs yeah so i think mewtwo has one of the fastest runs if you get it from like level five and use the it to beat the whole game yeah he in one of his videos once he said rk9 and he was and he said my same reasoning and i never do this but I actually commented on his video being like thank you yeah <laughs> so i'm repaid <laughs> okay so antisthenes diogenes wanted him to mentor him but he just got ignored and blocked, like quite literally. Despite being hit with a stick, like this yes. guy was hitting him with a stick, being like, go away, I don't want to teach you. He became Antiphony's pupil, but it's skeptical that the two ever met in the first place. And I just think, well, what was the point of writing that down then? Well, you missed out the best bit. What? When he was being hit, Dargenes said, strike for you will find no wood hard enough to keep me away from you, so long as I think you've got something to say. So he's being here and he said this philosoph uh, philosophical golden nugget. <laughs> Can you imagine like Slavoj Žižek doing something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could. He's my favorite. Anyway, Diogenes had disdain for folly, pretense, vanity, self-deception and artificiality of human conduct. Mm -hmm. So I feel very much, I don't know, I feel like he's my spirit animal. I mean, yeah. I do have a little bit of vanity. You don't get this many injections in your face if you're not a little bit vain. But the artificiality of human 
conduct, how humans conduct themselves. Like the thing of speaking in cliches or just repeating idioms because that's what everyone else is saying. The other hill that I'll die on, the whole Ted Bundy was a handsome guy. Uh. <laughs> I know my friends have heard this a million times because any documentary you watch, they will say he wasn't what you, you'd think of a serial killer. He was a handsome dude. Look at him on Google, butters, mate. And also, why are we calling serial killers and mass rapists um, handsome in the first place? Yeah. Like, why are we big? Do you know what I mean? But people repeat that because they heard one journalist say it one time in court. So they repeat it as though it's an objective fact and objective reality. Why My man. You, mm -mm. Why would you repeat someone else's opinion of someone's looks? Because surely you would have your own idea of... Well, that. this is what I mean, the artificiality of human conduct. They're all yeah. just people mimicking what other people are saying, like sponges yeah. for nonsense. Well, on what you're just saying, cynicism, uh, cyn cynicism? Cynicism, cynicism, sorry. Cynicism. I don't know what... <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to trust your pronunciation <laughs> of Pokemon names. Yes, no, I had a, a brain moment then. A so brain moment? The classic cynicism is different to modern day cynicism, yes. which is what what you're talking about now. So... Modern cynicism is a negative stance against humans and human nature, but classic cynicism is more to do with human societies and not people themselves. So they believe that the establishment of society stopped people from living their true nature. Yes. Which we do talk about that. We talk about the general public. Like If you go to a random person in the general public and talk to them, they're probably all right and you probably get on with them and things like that. Mm. But the general public as a whole... Uh, one amorphous blob of nonsense infuriating. and villainy and scum. <laughs> What's that line from Star Wars? You yes. never find a never. more wretched hive of villainy and scum. Scum and villainy. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. I agree. Callum, well, it's like we're so um, we're so smart. Well, it's called dumb ones. So <laughs> <laughs> we we think we're smart. Diogenes, and this is what he's very famous for, lived in a clay wine jar or a barrel belonging to the temple of Cybele. Yeah, he lived in a barrel in the middle of town. Yes, I've got that, but I've got that way down the notes. Oh, like, all right, Ard, So actually, off. I think he lived in both. I think he lived in a clay pot and a barrel. <laughs> so he had two sort of homes. Oh my God, what a Tory. He had two homes. Two Are you homes. joking? I hope he was taxed on one of them. Imagine, imagine that as a TV show. Like who would live in a house like this? It's just this broken kind of like wine vase thing. Yeah. Bassing on the ground. Imagine that for a second. Imagine. That's what he needed. He didn't need Airbnb. Just needed Air P.O.T. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. He destroyed the single... He had a single wooden bowl that he possessed and he destroyed it upon seeing a peasant boy drink from the hollow of his hands. He then exclaimed, fool that I am to have been carrying superfluous baggage all of this time. What strikes me about this type of cynicism this olden type, it, it's almost like you're just making, they would make things harder for themselves. So they would maybe wear no shoes or have really thin cloaks in winter, which I've just finished reading and filming my review of Divergent. And the Dauntless are like that. They're wandering around at nighttime and they turn off their flashlights. Yeah. Um, and then Tris thinks, oh, being Dauntless, it, it's about being prepared because one day you might not have a flashlight, but it's just making things harder for, for yourself making things harder for yourself, but I respect that. So I wonder if Veronica Roth knows anything about cynicism. I don't think so. I think it's a happy coincidence. Yeah, I think it sounds like a coincidence. But I think there is, people do get to a certain point in their life where they do want to reduce external stimuli and uh, be less reliant really? do, on things. Do they? Because like boomers are the like number one category of people on Facebook. Yeah. They love it. True. 
But I think you do get to a point in your life where you just think, I don't need all of this stuff. I don't need all of these things to make me happy. And like minimalism is quite a common concept nowadays, I think. Yes. Uh, so th that obviously roots its ideas in classic cynicism and uh, Atisthenes and Dargenes. Mm -hmm. He used to stroll about in full daylight with a lamp. When asked what he was doing, he would answer, I am looking for a man. Modern sources often say that Diogenes was looking for an honest man, but in ancient sources, he is simply looking for a man. So yeah. he has this light, he's looking for an honest man, and he can't find one anywhere because he considered the public to be scumbags. So that was a common theme. He used to go up to people and just berate them, like just random people. Yeah, he, yeah, so. I love this guy. He is basically me trying to get on the wrong bus this morning, swearing at everything. So he also, he would have been a sight to see back then. If you had Diogenes living in your hometown, there would never have been a boring day because he also believed that man should live however they want. Um, so he wanted to live as a dog. <laughs> He crawled around yes. on all four, barked at people. He uh, used to wash himself in puddles and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, if, if one was being really hyper-analytical of this, could one not suggest that there was an undiagnosed form of mental illness going on? Yes. So, and it was the ravings of someone who's a little bit unhinged, but at the same time, mm, I don't know. I think it's the ravings of a legend. <laughs> so some anecdotes uh, describe Diogenes as a dog-like man or a doggish man. He once said, I fawn on this who give, uh, I guess it's meant to say these, I fawn on these who give me anything. I yelp at those who refuse and I set my teeth in rascals. So very Just animal. Just going around biting people. But one day he took his aspirations to be a dog to the next level. So a group of tawny, uh, Tory Athenians. Tory? Tory. Oh, yeah, what, like Tories? Upper class. You know, Did you write Tories? <laughs> yeah, it's easier to say, but obviously I had we to do that too. So, uh, they threw bones at him while they were at a banquet. So he responded by lifting his leg and urinating on them, which no is way. just That's the behavior based. of a legend. That's so based. Yeah. According to Diogenes Laertius, who was a biographer, I don't know why I said it like that, Biographer, <laughs> bio, biographer, but, yeah, biographer, biographer, autobiography, <laughs> yeah. biography, biographer. Yes, I know. Of Greek philosophers, not to be confused with our main man, Diogenes, the dog. When Plato gave the tongue-in-cheek definition of a man as featherless bipeds, Diogenes plucked a chicken and brought it into Plato's academy, saying, behold, I've brought you a man. And so the academy added with broad, flat nails to the definition. Diogenes Laertus also relates a number of more bawdy tales wherein... Diogenes would spit, urinate on people, break wind and masturbate in public. But I don't really feel like breaking wind in public is quite the same as urinating people on people or jacking off. Yes. Unless he was farting on people's heads. Like, if he was alive in the 21st century, I think he'd make an absolute killing on OnlyFans. Yes. Only pots. He'd be a prank channel. Only barrels. He? Yeah. <laughs> he'd be a, he would be a prank channel. He'd be like the... He'd be, he'd be like Vitali. Yeah. Oh, imagine. Yes, that would be. That is terrifying. Yeah. So he actually, he had a good friendship with Plato. Uh, well, an interesting friendship. An interesting relationship, I think. Yes. So Diogenes criticized Plato quite a lot uh, for being too theoretical. And he used to mock him during uh, lectures. Yeah. So he would just be in his lectures from the back being like, boring. He's like Homer Simpson. Yeah. <gasps> Oh. He's like, he's like, do you remember that one time that, um, <laughs> do you remember that one time that Donald Trump went full Homer Simpson? And I think the 
is it the DNC? They were having some sort of live yeah. televised debate and Trump was watching and he was just tweeting out, boring in all capitals, <laughs> full Homer Simpson moment. Yes, it's great. This is going to go in the history books one day. The 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 present we're living in is yeah. going to be in the history books from five hundred years from now. And the best part is, there's a lot of a lot of this because Diogenes' work it wasn't um, it was destroyed over time, right? So you get a lot of secondhand accounts of what went on. What's going on now is everything is just memorialized on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. You're going to people have people in thousands of years from now, if we're still around, yeah. looking back at this moment in time, like you know, bringing up an archive of Donald Trump's tweets. Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning about my Facebook. Like, that's my, the, that's yeah, the that's, story that's of my equivalent. life. Yeah, that's, that, the, that's on the same level as my, the president being boring. That's my whole story there on the internet in one place. Oh. Like, imagine if other historical figures had this, like Genghis Khan, mm. just about to raid a village, lol. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, all the photos and the videos, and yeah, it's uh, there's time capsule. It's it's a time capsule, but of mm. useless, uninteresting information. Like everyone's whole lives are online. Like what they had for breakfast, what they had for dinner, where they went. We don't need all of this information to be readily available. Yes. A different train of thought, but I'm not going to get into it because we need okay. to finish this. Okay. Diogenes was captured by pirates when on a voyage to Aegina. Aegina, Aegina, and was sold as a slave in Crete to a Corinthian named Zenides. I've got Zeniades. Zeniades. I feel like Diogenes would be the type of person that if he was sold at a shop, he'd be returned. Yeah. I feel like the pirates would just send him back yes. after a while. Like, I think if I was ever taken hostage, they would probably just chuck me out of the car after five minutes. You yeah. know what I mean? Zenides liked him so much that he had him tutor his children. He then lived in Corinth for the rest of his life, and now at this point it's unsure what actually really happened to him in his later years because various stories state different things that either he was set free immediately because Zeniades liked him or he was set free after becoming a cherished member of the household or he just grew old and died at Zeniades house so there's some dispute as to what happened yeah. Although most of the stories about his life, wait, although most of the stories about his living in a jar are located in Athens, there are some accounts of his living in a jar near the Cranium Gymnasium in Corinth. 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 A report that Philip was marching on the town had thrown all the Corinth into a bustle. One was furbishing his arms, another wheeling stones, a third patching the wall, a fourth strengthening a battlement, everyone making himself useful somehow or another. Diogenes had nothing to do. Of course, no one thought of giving him a job. Was moved by the sight to gather up his philosopher's cloak and began rolling his tub dwelling, his tub dwelling, energetically up and down the cranium. An acquaintance asked and got the explanation, I do not want to be thought the only idler in such a busy multitude. I'm rolling my tub to be like the rest. Excellent. So We're all just rolling tubs up never-ending hills. Yes. When it gets to the top, it falls all the way down to the bottom. There's your philosophical thought. Uh, but that's, that is a guy that's... Uh, in Greek, uh, yes, it is. Yeah, I had to roll the thing up the hill and then it kept yes, rolling it back down. See, ha, I'm not dumb. It is actually it. all an act. Yeah. I'm really well self-educated. I got the smarts. <laughs> Draw ancient Greek mythological story I don't really like, Tantalus. So Tantalus um, killed his son to disguise him in food to feed him to the gods and the demigods. Oh, my word. Yep, to see if the gods could, because it's forbidden for the gods of ancient Greek to imbibe human flesh. So he okay. did it to test them. And who was the one that was, the lady that was trapped underground with Hades? Hello. Perse Persephone? 
Persephone, Persephone, whatever. Her mother accidentally like ate a little bit of the, um, yeah. So Tantalus, his punishment was to forever be hungry and thirsty and be in a lake up to his chest with fruit just out of reach. Whenever he reaches for the fruit, it retracts. Whenever he goes to take a sip, the lake dries up and he has to do that for the rest of eternity, which is where apparently the word tantalize comes from because he's constantly tantalized by stuff that he can't yeah. have. It's know. all an act. I've been lying to you all. I'm yeah. so smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, I was just thinking when you said that, tantalizing. Yeah, that mm. makes sense. Okay. But back on Diogenes, yeah. I was thinking, if I didn't do YouTube, I think I would live in a barrel in the middle of Shoreditch High Street Station. <laughs> yeah. Like, I am just one bad AdSense check away from living in a jar in Box Park. It'd be a lot cheaper. Furiously urinating everywhere and at everyone. Yeah. Uh, so Alexander the Great once yeah. uh, visited Corinth and Alexander the Great, as you can tell from the name, is all right. Yeah. And uh, obviously when he visited, everyone would be, well, everyone would be like, oh, we're being visited by uh, Alexander the Great. All the philosophers were apparently going to meet him, trying to uh, get a meeting in with him. Uh, Diogenes was unlike any of those. Uh, he... Uh, Alexander the Great wanted to meet Diogenes, so he found Diogenes lying in a field, lying in the sun. And when he greeted Diogenes, Diogenes said, please stand a little out of my sun to Alexander the Great, who was this great uh, yes. ruler, conqueror. Uh, so Alexander the Great was struck by this and told his followers, if I were not Alexander, I wish I were Diogenes. So it's that's, Diogenes, that's but Diogenes... He said this to him because Diogenes replied, if I were not Diogenes, I would still wish to be Diogenes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he reminding me of Slavoj Žižek? I don't know. It's just brilliant. But He would have been so good on Twitter with his little snappy comebacks. Yes. Imagine him arguing with Trump. That would be a sight. Uh, but there was another account as well where Alexander the Great found Diogenes searching a pile of bones. And Diogenes mm -hmm. said, I'm searching for the bones of your father, but cannot distinguish them from those of a slave. Mm. It's quite bold words. And it was thought that maybe Alexander the Great liked Diogenes so much because, well, they were polar opposites. Mm. Alexander was this um, this leader where worldwide conquest just wasn't enough for him. Mm. And then in comparison, contrast to that, you have this man who has almost no earthly possessions and doesn't isn't beholden onto anything. So you've got this man with great responsibility and this man with no responsibility. And I think that's what Alexander might have liked about but Diogenes. Alexander the Great probably had a lot of people telling him how great he was. <laughs> and if if you have one person who just doesn't say what everyone else is saying, it stands out to you and you probably appreciate the honesty and you're probably sick of having, if you're Alexander the Great, you're probably sick of having yes men around being like, yes, brilliant idea. You should do that. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Whereas if you have one person that's like, no, it's a shit idea. I don't know because look at all the LA YouTubers who are really successful and they're surrounded by yes men. Yeah. Right. And then as soon as you say to one of them, so they get a bit shoppy. Look, James Charles, he's always kicking off and people <laughs> criticize him. You know that he's surrounded by yes men. Yeah, but no one calls those, no one affixes those names of the LA people with the great on the end. <laughs> Tana the great. I'm going to be Elise the great. <laughs> I reckon I could get that going. You've said to me before, you reckon I could be a cult leader. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, I reckon I could. Yeah. I'm going to like, get it going. Call me Elise the great from now on. There are conflicting accounts of Diogenes' death and all of them are mental. Before we get to his death, can we talk about his wanking, please? His what? So his wanking. Okay, but <laughs> so be quick. He was a wanker, a public one to be exact. He was never married, but he satisfied his sexual desires by masturbating. 
in public. When he was ridiculed for this, he said, I wish it were as easy to banish hunger by rubbing my belly. But I thought of this earlier because you said that he didn't uh, like rely on anything to satisfy his needs, basically. Mm. But he, it sounded like he needed to <laughs> masturbate and he just didn't care where he did it. So, you would get cancelled for that nowadays. The public definitely. ain't consenting to that. But so I think the important thing about him is that he wanted his life to be about self-sufficiency rather than yeah. avoiding everything. So he wanted to make sure he catered for his own needs and nothing more. Yeah. It's a good way to live, I think, except the wanking in public bit. <laughs> his contemporaries allege that he held his breath until he expired, but other accounts say of his death that he became ill from eating raw octopus yep. or suffered an infected dog bite. I don't understand how someone could hold their breath until they died. You would just pass out and then your body would naturally start breathing again. Well, I don't understand how all of these accounts are so wildly different. <laughs> uh, poisoned by an octopus hold, held his breath till he died rabid dog rabid dog surely the, the, the deaths would be similar to each other like hung suffocated held his breath <laughs> the whole spectrum of different possible ways you I could die thank you how was he found out he found out he died it this said, is why we needed Wikipedia back then. Imagine Jimmy Page back in like four. Is his name Jimmy Page? Jimmy Wales. Jimmy Wales. Yeah. yeah Wikipedia. Who the fuck's Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page is the musician, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Imagine Jimmy Wales back then just begging on the streets of Athens, be like, please, just one pound, free education. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I read on Reddit that apparently Wikipedia do have loads of money, so don't give in to them. Well, no, but the reason they have loads of money is because they do keep getting donations. Yeah, so I don't need to donate to them then. Isn't Jimmy Page from Pink Floyd? Anyway, that's Maybe. beside the point. That's well beside the point. We gotta, we gotta hurry this up. When asked how he wished to be buried, he left instructions to be thrown outside the city walls so wild animals could feast on his body. When asked if he minded this, he said, "Not at all, as long as you provide me with a stick to chase the creatures away." When asked how he could use the stick since he would lack awareness, he replied, "If I lack awareness, then when sh why should I care what happens to me when I am dead?" To the end, Diogenes made fun of people's excessive concern with the proper treatment of the dead. The Corinthians erected to his memory a pillar on which rested a dog of Parian marble. Rip. That's nice, isn't it? The end, yeah. Reminds me of um, Hunter S. Thompson. He had, he, I think he got cremated, then his ashes were like blown out of a uh, firework. They were shot out of a rocket. A cannon, into, Yeah, yeah, a cannon into fireworks. Yeah, and uh, Johnny Depp was there. And he's the one, the, he's the one that organized it because yeah. they were really um, close. Let's just quickly go on to the philosophy of Diogenes very quickly so we've got a few minutes left. Cynicism, he is considered one of the founding fathers of cynicism. For the cynics, the purpose of life is to live in virtue with agreement with nature and human nature. Yeah. We should be able to do whatever we want in accordance with nature and be more at peace than constantly be in the rat race, wanting a job, material possessions, etc. Antisthenes was the first to outline these themes. Diogenes took this to its logical extremity. Yeah. And cynicism gradually declined in importance after the third century, experienced a revival, the rise of the Roman Empire. Cynics could be found begging and preaching throughout the cities of the empire. This is what I should be doing. It's a Hellenistic philosophy, and all that means is it was in the Hellenistic period of Western history. It was just a certain period of time. Maybe like, I think, yeah, Socratic kind of period. Socrates. The word cynic comes from the Greek word for dog, kunos. Cynicism was seen as a sort of dog philosophy that reduced human beings to the level of animals, but it would be more accurate to say that cynics re elevated animals above humans, seeing them in their relative self-sufficiency and simple capacity for happiness as closer to the gods than humans are. Animals are content with very little, whereas humans are not. So it's kind of an anti-philosophy as much as it is a philosophy. There's a clownish element in it which mocks excessive intellectualism i'll just end on this 
Many Greeks took seriously Parmenides' argument for the non-existence of change of motion, illustrating the paradoxes of Zeno, such as Achilles and the tortoise. Aristotle spent many pages in his physics trying to counter Zeno's arguments in an attempt to prove that motion and change are real. However, when the question of reality of motion came up in conversation, it is alleged that Diogenes, instead of arguing as the others did, simply got up and walked around the room. That's what I do when a conversation's boring. I just, I just walk off. Just leave. Yeah. So that is bite-sized history dumb ones about diogenes the cynic do you reckon that you could be a cynic i am a cynic i'm very cynical yeah me too but modern cynical not classic so i was just thinking you know a bit about philosophy and philosophers so uh, he, you would you would think so yeah considering i am studying it yeah diogenes carried on the ideals of antisthenes yeah who carried on the who was the next in the line of diogenes's school of thought who was the next cynic I don't know. Do you know what like college philosophy actually is? No. It's all stuff about epistemology and knowing what knowledge is and the tripart theory of blah, blah, blah. And then some stuff about God and Descartes and that type of thing. We, we don't get into this in my syllabus yet. I didn't know any of those words. Well, see, because <laughs> I'm just so smart. Yes. That is the lesson for today. Call me Elise the Great from now on. Yes. I think that should actually be a thing. I agree. I, I agree. I agree. And yet I'm just always ignored and no one likes me. Elise the excellent. Elise the wise. Elise the omnipotent. No, omnipresent. I don't know. Elise the lunatic living in a barrel in Box Park, pissing everywhere. Elise the cynic. There you go. Elise the cynic. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and iTunes. This is a little series that we're doing on the side of the Elise Easy Show. It's good fun. We're learning stuff. Not how to pronounce proper Pokemon names, but we are learning stuff. So with that, wait, you have an Instagram machine mind. Yes. I haven't posted anything yet. But if you <laughs> I know. It sucks. <laughs> if you want me to do thumbnails for you, just reach out on Instagram. And I will yeah, send Callum you my does, samples. Callum does my thumbnails now because I don't do any of my own work anymore because I can't be bothered. I just want to turn up and leave. That is all for today's episode. See you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.